Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right. Point of Sports Opinions. We're back. Uh, NBA podcast this week. It's only right to dedicate it to Kobe. Um, I'm here. Chase is here across from me. We're going to do our best here to not get too choked up. Yeah. Uh, no promises. Um, I don't even know where to start. Um, I guess we should say that Kobe and eight others, including his daughter, Gianna, uh, passed away in a tragic helicopter accident. Um, I think they were on their way to one of one our of games. Practice, uh, practices. Or, practices. You know, <clears throat> the little court that he has or the Mamba place or whatever yeah and uh basically just found out in the middle of the day uh what was it yesterday sunday sunday found out in the middle of the day sunday i uh, got a text from a friend he said what the hell except he didn't say hell yeah uh and then i get on twitter and you know you kind of just see everybody freaking out and it's one of those things that still doesn't feel real uh you kind of want it not to be real yeah um i don't know uh, you, you, I don't know. I think that the first thing we need to talk about, um, is probably the, the hardest part to talk about, which is, um, let's start uh, before we dive into his career and all the accolades, accolades he's came up with and five NBA titles, everything. We need to talk about how great of a father this guy was. Like, this guy off the court, holy shit. Like, dedicated to that team, dedicated to Gianna and, you know, that team. I mean, she – we've seen the videos on Sports Center. She had an amazing fadeaway jumper just like her father. Yeah. And, you know, he seemed like he was – during his playing career, he was an easy guy to hate. But not – in like, hate in sports term means completely different than hate in the real world. Right. Hate is like, I don't want to play against him. Right. You know, you don't wish anything bad happens to him. But off the court in this last uh, couple of years that he actually got to celebrate his life with his family, 
I think that's when we really saw who Kobe Bryant was. You know, he's working with guys in the off season, and he just loved the game and he loved helping people. You know, he's uh, I had a whole bunch of stuff. He was a, a philanthropist, which I had a Google <laughs> definition of, obviously. <laughs> but it, it just means he donated a lot of stuff. He was a part of a after school all stars, which is an American nonprofit organization, after school programs and stuff like that. Uh, the Kobe Bryant China fundraiser, you know, he helps kids in China. Um, and then uh, he also donated money to uh, nonprofit organizations that helped veterans transition to civilian careers. I mean, just off the court and as a father and as a man, this guy was a really, really just genuine human being. And it's whenever I saw the reports, it's kind of like, you know, you see it on Facebook or something and it's like, yeah. You think you know, Steve-O dies or something. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's you think it's fake. fake. And it was TMZ, too. Yeah, it was, it was TMZ. It. And then I got a Yahoo update. Yeah. And that's when I was like, holy shit. You know, this... That's... I think that's actually the most heartbreaking part about this whole thing, is that he basically retired, you know, three years ago. Yeah. So he had just started his life with and his family. he looked happy, too. Yeah. You know, he didn't... He wasn't struggling. Like, his last couple of years of playing, he was struggling to get on there. He's arguing you know it just didn't seem like he was having a good time but when he was out there coaching his kids and helping out these young guys he looked like the happiest dude in the world yeah he genuinely cared about basketball and had you look at the players now our generation of players weren't influenced by Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan was more like Kobe like people that influenced Kobe Kobe Bryant is one that influenced all these young guys coming up you know, and uh, it even worse that it's a day after LeBron James passed him and yeah. said all those. It was like a two-minute speech about uh, Kobe Bryant and what he's done yeah. for the NBA. And you know, like sports is very important to me, obviously, if you know me. But basketball is something that I hold very close to me. And uh, basically, right around the time I first started getting into basketball was at you know two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. 2010 it was Kobe man it was Kobe 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 yeah and me being a Celtic fan you know I was always rooting against him obviously. oh yeah and you know like you said earlier he you did hate him on the court but it was different it's a it's a good hate it was different it was you like, hate him because he was Kobe you, you hate him because he's, he's good and he was lights out and, and he, he was Mamba you. and he and he's just you know the grit he played with and his work ethic and Jesus there's no player that's had that. The uh, There's a reason they call it the Mamba mentality. That guy, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think he's the hardest worker of all time. You know, you you can argue wherever the fuck you want on the greatest of all time. I, who At this point, who, who gives a shit? Work mentality and what he put into the court, into the game of basketball, I don't think there's anybody that even rivals him. He, you know, you like, you're right in... You know, you see practice videos or you hear people talking about practice with Kobe and even he himself, he, he I actually just watched an interview with him with, uh, I, I don't remember what it was called, but it was with Big Cat from Barstool and A-Rod and uh, they were interviewing Kobe and he was like, he was talking about how practices should be harder than the games and how if you don't come to practice with 100%, he said, I'm going to embarrass you and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you that you need to be going harder and, you know, then you see like, I, I remember, I don't know why, there's one video of him in practice. It might have been the year he got hurt, 
but I don't know. He was practicing. Jeremy Lin was on the team. I remember him being in the video, and he's just, you know, he's he's putting in buckets and he's just screaming at everybody on the court. And so that, that's who he was. He push you. He push you as an individual. It's just kind of like, well, yeah, that's Kobe. I mean, he was I mean, it was his own own thing. You know, people and so he was a household name. You know, you don't in sports that's a hard thing to get as a household name. You have to earn household names. Yeah. You know, Kobe was at some points even bigger than the game of basketball. I, I think he definitely was. You know, uh, like whenever he was with Shaq, they beat the Pistons. My favorite thing is you watch the, the videos of it. They celebrate with the Pistons for a little bit. And what's the first thing they went to? Shaq and Kobe arguing yeah. in the locker room. You know, yeah. Kobe was, he was the, the logo of NBA at the time. He was that transition. NBA needed a star and they got one hell of a star and Kobe Bryant. And I think, you know, it really is, it did end up being bigger than basketball because, like, he's just this guy that is so beloved to everyone. And I'm not, I'm from St. Louis. Like, yeah. I can't even imagine what people from L.A. Like, oh, no. Like, if Albert Pujols turned up dead or something, exactly. I would be crushed. Like, Because that's literally somebody you, whenever you watch somebody play, from the time that you start loving the game, you almost feel like your friends. That's like your friend. That's like your family. You're watching Kobe Bryant. You're growing with Kobe Bryant, and you know when something like this happens, it's like a piece of you's gone. You know because he has such an impact with everybody. You know, and as you, I mean, I'm a Celtics fan too, and man, you know, Kobe was special, and he was one of the most special players we've ever had, and. The one thing that just always is getting me and, you know, hits me in the chest is since retirement, he's been, this is Kobe Bryant. He's, he shows you who Kobe Bryant is because, you know, there's, you get bad headlines all over the place. There's bad headlines on LeBron. There's bad headlines on everybody, you know, and the bad headlines on Kobe in these last three years, Kobe showed how genuine of a player he is and how genuine of a person and a human being and a father that he was. And he was doing the detail with uh, breaking down guys' games and just a mentor to, you know, everyone, like to Jason Tatum, a guy that's from St. Louis on the Celtics. You know, he worked with him for a whole summer, and then, you know, we blamed him on taking long twos that year on Kobe. But uh, it's just like somebody – I think Simmons – somebody on – somebody's podcast said the people that look up to Kobe the most are other players, and that says a lot because – like Trey Young wore the number eight the other night, and the Pistons had eight twenty-four on all their jerseys tonight, and everybody's taking eight-second violations and twenty-four-second violations, and it just like he really is bigger than the game. Yeah, uh, you know, all these people looked up to him for various reasons, and it sucks that this happened. Yeah, uh, my favorite Kobe memory is, you know. It's a pretty obvious one, but I remember where I was during his last game. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, th- I believe I was at work, but I watched the rest of the game with uh, my buddy Terry at his house in the fourth quarter. And, you know, I've never rooted on Kobe and the Lakers as much as I did that night. And everybody did. Everybody in the world, it seemed like, was rooting on Kobe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he went and that he took – 50 shots should have took as quoting you should have took 100 should have took 100 had 60 points uh 
you know, in that fourth quarter, I don't think he missed a shot in the fourth quarter. He, 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 it was just a vintage Kobe performance oh, going yeah. out on top. And then he drops the mic, the Mamba out, and I don't know, everything was everything was great that night. And that's what I remember most, to be honest with you. It's not even – it's just everybody gathered around the root on Kobe, and now it seems like everybody gathered around to mourn Kobe. And super sad. Yeah. I just I love that first title that he won with Pau Gasol and Bynum and all of them because that up until then you could make the argument on oh, he didn't deserve those titles he was with Shaq he was with one of the most dominant players Kobe turned it up a notch Kobe became Kobe Bryant when he won and then he went back to back him and Powell but it was it was mainly Kobe that's whenever I really that's when I feel like he cemented his legacy you know it you can say him against Jordan now it was it was him. It was Kobe Bryant became his own person, which that's whenever players, I think, really start taking off is whenever you stop comparing them to people, you yeah. know. And there was a, a quote, I think, Max Kellerman on First Take was talking about <clears throat> how um, LeBron, whenever he came to the league, didn't emulate anybody. LeBron just tried being LeBron. All these players after Michael Jordan were afraid to go and try to emulate Michael Jordan and be like Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan was basketball. Kobe Bryant said, fuck that, and said, I'm going to try to be like yeah. Michael Jordan, if not better. Yeah. I'm going to play the same game as him, and I'm going to beat him at it. And that's what made Kobe Bryant special is because even if he knew that he was going to fail on something, he did not care because there's uh, failure doesn't mean anything. It, yeah. That's... One of his big things he always said, you know, it doesn't matter. It, it Failure, you learn and you learn from it. And he always did. And uh, we, like I was saying earlier, you know, you, you see the first half of his career or the first act, you know, you want to say. And then we grew up watching the second act of his career. Yeah. And I think that's what makes him so great is that he figured out how to do it you know, not by himself. I don't want to say by himself, but he figured out how to do it without Shaq. Yeah. And he figured out how to... Because Shaq, yeah, Shaq won a title in Miami, and then everybody's like, well, well that proves it. He, no, he figured won. out how to prolong his career and be the captain of the ship. Yeah. And, you know, people might not have loved being Kobe's teammate, but he would always... The thing Kobe wanted out of you is he wanted to push you to your absolute max level. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just, just like any... You any, can say a lot about him. Any person. He, he wasn't perfect, you know? Yeah. But Kobe, th- he thrived off that. He <clears> thrived <throat> off not being perfect. He thrived off the fact he's going to miss game winners. He's going to lose in championship games. But he's going to learn from it, and he's going to work hard to make sure that he never does that again. And that's one of the biggest things that you can respect in anybody. Not basketball. You know, in real world, is he... He learned from his mistakes and strove and strived to be better than he was before. And nobody worked harder in the gym than Kobe. The one thing also, you know, whenever that happened, I was at work whenever it happened too, and we're just, you know, talking around, and there's people that didn't even know about him. They're like, oh, you know, is it really that big? No, this, this is where the line between sports and the real world gets blurred, you know, because we look at sports – as an escape from reality. You know, we really do. It's something to root for. We forget about every bad thing that's happened that day because we're watching the game. 
you know, it's something we all bond with and we kind of see these players as just like mythical creatures almost, you know, but we got to realize that Kobe Bryant was a, not only a man, but a great man, as we've said before, and a family man. And we need to start really appreciating these players for who they are as people, not as players. And I think that's that's something that I know. I mean, you know me. Shoot, three weeks ago, my last four final thoughts were uh, not talking bad on Kobe, but about the era. Yeah, yeah defending, you know, throwing out a, a suggestion or my thought on something. Right. I could say a thousand horrible things about Kobe on the court. I can say a thousand horrible things about Russell Westbrook on the court. It doesn't matter. That is that's a sports wise. Yeah. This is absolutely horrible that happened to a human being. It, it, it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I don't even care about the sports aspect of it, and especially the fact that um, his uh, daughter was on the helicopter as well. Yeah, and this is one of those things that, you know, doesn't even matter who it was. No. It just kind of makes you want to be better, kind of makes you want to forget your differences with people, kind of makes you want to, you know, hug your family a little tighter. Cherish life. Um, Cherish. Yeah, and forget about all the stupid crap. Because you never know. Literally... You'd think he woke up this morning and thought his helicopter was going to crash. Like, I could walk out of this room, get in my car. I could get hit by another car. I could yeah. be gone. And, you know, this this stuff happens and just kind of makes you want to be a better person, which, you know, Kobe would want us all to be better people because of this. And I think it's really cool because, you know, as I've said a million times already, it is bigger than basketball. And literally everyone, everyone – Anybody that had an opinion about Kobe, which was everyone, came together on this and yeah. mourned, basically. And they're going to continue to which mourn. Which was beautiful and nice. And, yeah. You know. And you didn't see as much. The whole social media coverage, I don't really want to talk about that too much because there's conflicting reports and like people want to be first. And But the people who made a point to say, you know, prayers to not only Kobe's family but everyone involved yeah. uh it, it, there's there's millions and millions and millions of them upon millions of people and it says a lot and basketball and sports brings people together and that's why I love them so much yeah I couldn't 
Couldn't agree more. <clears throat> we had some people send in some stuff, so I guess we'll start reading off those. Um, this is from our friend Nick Jacobs. He's been on this podcast a few times. Um, he said, this is like the equivalent of Marilyn Monroe death way back when, best of the generation. And he says, I can remember getting up to watch SportsCenter early before school in elementary or middle school. I had to watch the whole 30-minute episode. It was always like, what did Kobe do last night? He was the ultimate competitor. He had no business winning his last ring. He was the team. And then he sent me this video of Kobe making an over-the-backboard shot. And he said, this became a go-to pig and horse shot after we saw Kobe do it. <laughs> and I didn't even think about that. It's true. And that's just wild to me. Um, then this one's from Justin Sanders, who's another one of our friends. He's a huge Kobe fan. Um, it says, my favorite Kobe memory was traveling to Memphis in his final season to watch the, uh, his last game there. They had a badass tribute video of him hooping on the Grizzlies throughout the years. Vince Carter was on the Grizz at the time. Kobe and Vince guarded each other, and they barely played more than just the first quarter. But Kobe ended up with 13 points and looked great on those 13, hitting turnaround jumpers while Vince had a couple dunks. It was vintage and a dream come true, since those two were my favorite two players growing up. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then guy from Lindenwood, Will Crawford, and my buddy John, they both said the same thing when him and Melo went head-to-head in the Western Conference Finals. And, you know, we haven't even really talked about his highlights on the court as much, but there were plenty. Um, uh, Joey Lawson, he's been on this podcast before. An entire generation of kids, basketball fan or not, were yelling Kobe every time they threw something into a trash can. His legacy extends far beyond the game, and that's true, and that'll stay true forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt Marty, it's got to be his final game. Dumping 60 and dropping the mic in an interview after the game, Mamba out. Uh, Zach Wartman, Kobe on 2K12, <laughs> unstoppable with the step back three. Kobe on any 2K. Oh, man. I remember playing the old NBA Lives, like NBA Live 2000. Yeah. Just unstoppable. Get him in the paint. He's dunking every time. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, I've had countless LeBron versus Kobe debates with a bunch of people, but um, I couldn't actually find the conversation we had, but me and Anthony – my old manager, old used to work for him. We had a LeBron versus Kobe debate that went on for literally days and days and days and days. And, you know, it's just special. And it sucks that he's gone. I just Such keep coming back player. to it. I just keep coming back to it. Just, I'm having a hard time finding the words because it's it really. Whenever it happened, I mean, the whole day and, and even into the night, it really didn't hit me till this morning. Yeah, when people are still tweeting stuff and Shaq's sending tweets and yeah, uh, T Mac was on the jump today. Yeah, I saw that. T Mac was never. I mean, they were never on the same team. Yeah, you know, and T Mac was bawling his eyes out just talking about Kobe. And he's like, dude, we hated each other on the court. All this right. shit, you know. He's like, but after after it's all said and done, he's helping my kids shoot the shoot. And Matt Barnes was talking about how. For their tenth birth, and for his, he was on the Lakers when his kids turned ten. He has two twins, and for his tenth birthday, Kobe took time out of his own schedule to have a private workout with his kids. That's, and that's cool. just yeah, that's just how he was. And uh, T Mac, yeah, I was talking about T Mac. They showed an old interview. I think it was about a couple years back, and they were talking about. I think they're on an Olympic team together or something like that, and they had one or an All Star game, one of the two. And they had a one-on-one contest. 
And T Mac's like, Yeah, you know, I think Kobe beat me. And Kobe's like, It was 11 to 3. <laughs> T Mac's like, How the hell do you remember that? He's like, No, I beat you 11 to 3. I remember. <laughs> and again, he was talking about shots that he hit on him. And that's just how Kobe was. Kobe remembered every single little detail. Yeah. Especially just even little things like that, playing one on one with T Mac. He remembers that. T Mac's like, You don't know that. He's like, Yeah, 11 to 3. I beat you. <laughs> I just, I thought that was really cool. It's just like, and he was like, to even compare it to anyone, like just an icon of this magnitude, just being I, yeah, ripped this, out from under us is just this young too, like forty-one years old. And it's not in a way like you look at like Belushi and stuff like that in the eighties, like how hard and Farley, you know, those are actors yeah. and comedians that got taken away too soon. But right. they were abusing drugs and yeah. doing all this. This is just a traumatic freak accident. Freak accident. You know, that wasn't self-doing, you know, yeah. he, he didn't implode from with it. He was a great person, you yeah. know, and he didn't abuse any of that, you know. So I got this sent in um, from John Tom. John Tom's also a Celtics fan like me and Caleb. And he said, the the Kobe grimace was the last thing I wanted to see as a C's fan during those finals. When you saw that face, you knew you were fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so he, true, dude. He said, also, the graceful transition into retirement, which is what we talked about a bunch. Yeah. He said, where you get to see him as a family man and a mentor. Suddenly, he became a human instead of an unstoppable basketball machine. And I, That's beautiful. Beautiful wording, and that's it's really, really nice words from somebody that was a fan of the other team. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and that's just—I mean, he does. Kobe deserves nothing but the best. Right. We put together some sound bites um, at the time of this recording. I don't have all of them, so I'm not going to introduce any of them. But uh, they're going to introduce themselves at the end of this podcast. But uh, thank you for listening. Um, we'll always remember Kobe fondly. True. Um, and you know, hug your families tight. I think we should end with just a, a prayers to the Bryant family and his wife and and everyone else involved and everybody yeah everybody else involved in the tragic accident. Spread the word. How's it going, guys? Um, my name is Jack Leach, and first off, I just want to say I appreciate you guys for really making this uh, this podcast. Um, I think it's super cool how you're incorporating everyone's sound bites, uh, your guys's takes, DMs, mentions, all this stuff, and compiling it into um, one episode. Um, but specifically Kobe Bryant, I mean, I, I just can't still believe it. I mean, one of the, I haven't cried like that in a while. Um, I just, I, I just, I, at first I couldn't believe it. TMZ obviously dropped it off, um, dropped the article. I thought it was just going to be some TMZ tabloid type stuff that came out, but ended up being uh, true. ESPN reported a lot of the big name, um, support, uh, outlets reported it. And, uh, I, I haven't cried like that in a while, um. I just think with Kobe Bryant, you just you haven't seen a a player like that loved, especially out of the younger community. I mean, we talk about all the greats, Michael Jordan, uh, guys of that era, seventies, eighties. I mean, Kareem, Bird, Magic, all these guys. But it hit home when when we're starting to talk about the guys and Kobe, as mentioned, kind of this younger crowd of fans, and um, I just I think what hit home specifically about how Kobe approached. Every day, as you see, to take every day, every second for granted. I mean, he loved his family. He loved it. He loved working. He loved getting better every single day. Um, 
just some of the the training stuff he did. I was I was reading on it. I mean, just you can't you can't repeat that. No one else is doing what Kobe did, and he kind of set the standard of how basketball and especially training should be should be uh taken into hand, taken into account. Um, but also, I I I don't know if you guys know, but I'm just a super super big LeBron fan. I mean, I lived a couple years. And I mean, I lived in Cleveland, and um, just. I love LeBron and his impact, especially towards basketball. But just to see, especially the night after LeBron passes up Kobe and uh, the point total, um, putting him on third all-time and points on the list. And I'm just seeing all these tweets and LeBron post-game interview about his, Kobe's influence on him. And that really hit home. I think that, that really – I mean, I can't even imagine what's going on in LeBron's head. But overall, just really, really tough day. I mean, I mean, this is – Sports is the greatest thing on this planet, in my opinion. I mean, I wouldn't be where I'm at without sports. and It, it, it takes time. You really start to appreciate what sports and um, how it really really brings people together and impacts. So prayers out to Kobe, prayers out to his family, Gigi included, um, the, other, the other people, which names have yet to have been compiled up. Prayers to their family, prayers to them. But overall, man, sad to see Kobe gone. I mean, rest in peace. This is Dominic Kosher, Linwood sophomore, broadcasting student. And when it comes to Colby, it's so hard to pick just one memory that really just tops everything else. And a lot of people are going to say things on the court, like his 60 points in his finale, the 81 points he had, and all the game winners and the titles he won for L.A. But I want to go off the court, and there's so many things off the court as well. But there's that video of him just being an excellent father with his daughters. And Gigi, which makes this even all the more heartbreaking uh, on the court side, just talking about the game of basketball with her. And you can see in interviews where Colby's asked about his family, his eyes just light up and it shows just how incredible of a human he is off the court and how incredible a father he is too. But another thing is how incredible of a guy he is in terms of just the humor he has as well with Jalen Rose and that one commercial that everyone's seen now, it's just incredible every time it comes up when they make the 81 joke in the restaurant or whatever. And it just shows that Colby, I mean, he's just amazing on the court, but off of it, he was special too. I'm Andrew Reardon. Uh, I'm often on PSO for college football. But when my cousin Caleb tweeted out that they're doing a special Kobe Bryant podcast, I thought I would share a memory I have of him. Uh, I'm not as into basketball as either Caleb or Chase's. Uh, I've gotten more into it. I wasn't really old enough to watch the prime of Kobe Bryant. Uh, but my main memory of him was the last one he had with the Lakers on April 13, 2016. Uh, Lakers played the Jazz. It was his last game in the NBA. Uh, I remember this game. I stayed up till like 12.30 a.m. on a school night uh, watching this game. Uh, didn't really care that I had to get up in four or five hours. Uh, going into the game, everyone expected Kobe to score like 40-45, shoot a bunch, not really be efficient. Lakers would probably lose because their team wasn't very good that year. Uh, the Lakers trailed by eight with like two minutes left. Kobe got the 50 and scored 11 straight points to steal the game. Uh, I remember the camera painted around like Shaq, Jay-Z, Jack Nichols and everyone just going crazy. They don't know what the heck's going on because this is the same guy who had major knee injuries. He tore his Achilles. He's icing his knees at halftime of games or on the bench. 
Uh, but really, for Kobe, that was the greatest show or the greatest example of his mama mentality. Uh, his never quit attitude for anything in life and always go down fighting. He's infamous, infamously known as like the most missed shots in NBA history, but that's who he was. This is a guy who's going to go for what he wants. Uh, and that's kind of how I always remember him. Not really for the all the points he scored, the championships he won. It was the mindset he had going into really everything he did. Like he won an Academy Award for making a short film. He obviously won an MVP, many championships. Just the drive that guy always had. Uh, really is an example for anyone and everyone. And you can and should learn from his approach to basketball and apply it to any of anything that you want to do, any of your passions. Uh, I've always been more of a LeBron James guy. Um, he's kind of been more of the icon when I was growing up around 11, 12 years old. Uh, but I think this year LeBron James and the rest of the Los Angeles Lakers will do everything they can to win a championship, not for their legacies, not for themselves, just in honor of Kobe Bryant and his family. Uh, that's all I really got to say. Um, so uh, thank you, Kobe Bryant, for all you did. Uh, rest in peace to the Mamba. What can I say? Mamba out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 